Unprepared isn't scripted or edited. There are no redos. And when we screw up, it's going live. This works for our show, but it is no way to run your e-commerce business. Our partner, Rewind, is here to help. They will help you back up your Shopify store with automated backups of your most important data. Rewind should be the first app you install on your store to protect it from human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. It's trusted by over 70,000 retailers from side hustles to the biggest online stores like Gymshark, Gatorade, and Movement Watches. Best of all, if you reply to any of their welcome series and mention Unprepared, you can get your first month free. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. Uh, Happy New Year to everyone, though this is probably not going to come out for like 2 or 3 weeks. Uh, (laughs) Today, uh, welcoming to the show... uh, Today, we're going to talk about uh, capital for e-commerce brands and how to scale. Uh, And we're welcoming Alec from Settle. Welcome. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Just yelling at my nice camera, as you kind of pointed out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that this is going to be uh, a topic that a lot of people have questions about, and I don't really want to like jump in with my kind of not as depth knowledge field. So I'm definitely going to pass it over to you now and kind of let you uh, give people a crash course in the options uh, of you know how to get capital to scale an e-commerce brand, and uh, and then I'll probably have a few follow up questions. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's definitely a lot of options out there. Uh, I think first you kind of look at what a lot of brands do is raise venture capital. Uh, it's not easy to raise as the people have tried to know. Um, it takes a long time, but I think the most important part is that it's expensive. You know, you're giving up ownership in your company. Um, so for doing things, for providing capital that might be repeatable, like, you know, sales, it might not make too much sense. It's probably better suited for like, you know, growing employees, building technology, things of that nature. Um, then you have other options like Stripe Capital, Shopify Capital. You know, if you're integrated to those platforms, it's fairly easy to get, but do look at the cost of that capital. Uh, it's quite expensive. So just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. And then you have other uh, players like ClearBank, Wayflyer, and things of that nature. Um, so, and then we, we started this company kind of because of that reason, uh, in November of last year, uh, just trying to find a easier way, less, less friction, a little cheaper cost of capital to give uh, working capital to these brands. Um, so we launched in June, uh, with just a few companies. And since then it's really been growing like a weed, mostly through word of mouth. Uh, so I'm very appreciative to the companies that we work with. So we're currently working with 160 brands and just ramping quickly. And I think the one thing that differentiates us than just straight capital is that we're an accounts payable platform. So we'll pay your vendors uh, through the platform to make it easy for you. And then if you want to um, get capital from that, then we're effectively financing your payables. So we'll pay your vendor and you can pay us back you know, 30 to 90 days later. Awesome. So let's talk about some of those more traditional models out there. The first you you said was uh, getting uh, going through like the venture route, and you said that was expensive. And then you also said uh, going through like more of like the kind of like Shopify capital, Stripe capital. Yeah. You know, there's PayPal capital. Every financing, anything that like kind of deals with banking, kind of has their own capital solution these days. And you said they're expensive. Break that down and make it really, really dumb for me to understand. Like. Why is that expensive money? Yeah, the main reason I think is because they're underwriting based of, off your revenue data. So let's say shop, let's take Shopify for example. You know, they see your sales, so they're effectively just looking at your sales and saying, "Okay, we'll approve you." Um, but they don't really understand the full uh, picture of the company. 
you know, companies more than revenue. It's it's uh, the whole cost structure of it. Um, so because they don't understand the full risk of the company, they kind of have to charge a high APR, and they're really going after these smaller brands because what what I think is smart to do because you know if they can help the smaller brands, then that's going to help Shopify in the long run. Um, so that's that's one of the main reasons it's expensive, and they form it in this financial product that's called a merchant cash advance. So they're basically you know going to take twenty to forty percent of your daily revenue as repayment until you repay the loan and the fees. Um, so when you really look at the APR of those loans, it's in the high twenties, low thirties, um, and that could be you know good for an early brand. But if if you have a repeatable process, then you don't really want to give up a big portion of your revenue uh, to these companies. Yeah, I mean, twenty to thirty percent in fees is outrageous. Um, you know, even if you're talking about, well, I guess this even lends into my next question: is what about just going the traditional route and just going to like your local bank or you know whoever you're banking with? Definitely a great option, uh, given the co- their cost of capital uh, because they have a bunch of deposits they're trying to put to work. So usually the cost of those loans will be cheap, but it's very hard to get. And if you do get it, it's probably a 30-day process at best. Um, so that could put you in a bind, especially you know when you're trying to spend time on growing your company. Um, you don't really want to be spending 30 days to get a loan. Um, but I think the, the main issue there is they don't really understand how to underwrite e-commerce companies. So they'll mostly look at like how much cash you have in your bank. And, you know, when you have these e-commerce companies, you know, you need to make inventory purchases and then turn that into revenue, you're going to have cash flow gaps. So you definitely, uh, unless you have just a lot of money in your bank, it's going to be really hard to get. So, and that's why a lot of companies until they really hit like a hundred million in revenue, that's not really an option for them. Yeah. I mean, I asked the question, I kind of knew the answer to on purpose, (laughs) but I know. So just if you take anything out of this, I want you to take this to heart is... You need to establish a relationship with your bank early when you don't need money because of exactly what Alec just said there is like it could take up to 30 days. It doesn't matter what it is, just get a line of credit established, let them know what you're up to. But another thing that I see all the time, not even with just the e-commerce brands, which is with a young small businesses in general, is it takes like up to two years for them literally looking at your tax records for them to like be like, oh, okay, we trust that you're a real business. If you're, you know, just getting started out 30, 45 days in. I think the best you can hope for is a credit card with no interest, which is not financial advice at all, at all. But I mean, those have high interest rates when you uh, fail to deliver on on that type of things. But like, if you're talking trying to get actual cheap money, uh, which is a concept that definitely comes into play further down the kind of the business roadmap, as you will, or, or the longevity of your company, it's it's establishing how to grow with cheap money. Um, having a relationship started with a local bank is definitely a really good idea, but. If that's not an option, uh, let's talk about the third op- or fourth option. I guess that was on the table. You know, you know, venture capital bad option. You're just literally giving up a percentage of your business. Uh, going with some of those like more hard money uh, lenders is what I would compare them to. You know, with the Shopify capital and stuff like that. It's expensive, but you know, it is a little bit quicker. Uh, where where do you guys come into play? Uh, to I, I know you said a little bit on it earlier, but I kind of just want to dive a bit more in there, like. How do you help solve that problem, and how can you give people access to capital for cheaper without losing your shirt? I mean, you guys are in this business as well. You got to make some money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're usually working with brands that are doing like 500k in monthly revenue. So you know they've they've proved out. You know they're able to you know turn inventory into sales, 
with like a healthy gross margin. So um, one of the unique things for us is because we're the accounts payable platform, um, you know, we're connecting with your bank account so we can facilitate payments on your behalf and we're connecting with your accounting software so we can record these transactions into there just to lessen the work for you at month end or year end. Um, so that gives us a rich data source to underwrite from. So we get a really good picture of the company. And the other good thing is because we're not putting cash into your hands, we're just paying your vendors, there's less risk as, in there as well. So, um, you know, my background is I used to be the head of credit at a firm for four years. Uh, so just really got to know these uh, e-commerce brands that we worked with and kind of understand, you know, their economics and uh, things of that nature. So we're just taking a very novel approach to underwriting these companies that like, we're not looking at your bank balance to see like, if you're going to repay us. So we're really just looking at, okay, you have a repeatable business here. We're making a bet on you that, you know, by giving you this effectively more capital, you'll be able to scale and, you know, create more revenue and thus become more profitable. Cool. So talking about you guys being kind of the in-between that accounts receivable and you uh, paying their vendors for them. So essentially, you're helping them get more inventory so they can then sell it again. And that makes it safer for you guys as a company to be able to offer cheaper money. 100%. That's exactly right. Yeah. Awesome. So if any of this resonates with anybody kind of watching this show or listening to it, um, you know, how do they get a hold of you? What are the next steps? Uh, what, what should I do? Yeah. Uh, easiest way, probably just go to our website, settle.co. Um, hopefully, we'll have a .com pretty soon. Um, but you know, in due time. Uh, yeah, there's a button there, schedule a demo, uh, but also just feel free to reach out to me, alec, A-L-E-K at settle.co. Uh, very responsive and uh, we'll be in touch. Cool. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a good one.